Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Tom Britt. He's the CEO and founder at Town Post Network. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Love it. Yeah. Excited to have you. So, Tom, why don't you start? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, Tom Britt. I live here in Fishers, Indiana. Uh, always I'm born and bred here in Indiana. I've lived here my whole life. Um, I went to Ball State University. Chirp, chirp. Uh, I was going to be an architect in, in college. And uh, after three years, I found out that the Michael Brady dream of being an architect and working at home wasn't for me. So I actually uh, bounced around out of college. I went to a couple other colleges. I never got a college degree. Um, I started my own business out of my garage back in 1987, which is a long time ago. Uh, and that evolved into my publishing company. I started called Propa back in 1993. And from that, I just fell in love with publishing and kind of that's kind of all I've ever known. But if anybody's old enough to remember back in the early nineties, uh, that's also when desktop publishing was coming around. So um, I kind of got to witness firsthand the democratization of journalism as we know it today, not only through desktop publishing, but also through, you know, Google and YouTube with video and everything else over the last year. So I consider myself kind of a student of the internet and publishing and, um, it's just, it's what I love to do. So I've become a serial entrepreneur. I've been, uh, I've started, uh, I think four businesses. Um, I've always been self-employed since 1993 and, um, feel very fortunate to have found my track that I didn't want to be a Michael Brady. I found out what I was supposed to be doing in my life. So very fortunate to have found it. I think that's fantastic. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about town post? Yeah, so Town Post Network, we are a franchise organization. Um, we are a community magazine franchise organization. So basically, we uh, go with folks who want to do a community magazine. It comes out every month and it gets mailed to all their neighbors in different communities in Indiana and Kentucky right now. We're licensed in 42 states, so we are looking to expand. Um, the company has been around for 19 years. I started my very first one in 2004. And it was kind of a side hustle project and it's now evolved into a full franchise system. We have 18 magazines and 18 territories. And um, it's just a it's just a really unique value proposition because it's that community newspaper, that local field print product. But what people don't see in the mailbox every month is all the digital things we're doing, all the digital marketing services we provide. So that whole system is a franchise. So somebody that maybe wants to do a magazine uh, maybe they've got some digital background. Maybe they're uh, marketing savvy. We kind of provide that back office for them and then let them be the mayor of their city or town and go out and uh, represent the good things happening in their communities. I think that's fantastic. And when you're talking about, you know, creating a sense of connection between, you know, the community, the, the residents, the businesses, talk to me about how Town Post um, really engages and is able to support that. Well, that's, that's kind of our mantra. You know, we are looking to support local, um, and you'll find a hashtag on all of our social media that we do. Um, we, we try to go out and work with the local businesses in these communities because to be honest with you, a lot of marketing 
has gotten so fragmented and it's gotten so overwhelming to small business owners. They don't know how to leverage anything. And they've got one guy that does their Google My Business page and the front desk person does their Facebook and their social media, but they got an intern who's doing reels and they got somebody else doing Google ads and they really can't, can't get their hands around all these moving pieces that are changing as we go, right? And so what we try to do is we try to come in and be a, a platform of good and promote all the good things happening. But we work with these local businesses to get more exposure in their local community because, you know, they know 80% of their traffic is coming from within three miles of your front door. So if we can work with them on that local level and promote what their business is doing, promote them through our website, promote them through our Facebook uh, accounts, you know, people really want to know what's happening local. And so we've kind of, uh, kind of put a little right lighting rod into that innate notion of people that want to feel like they're woke one at home, wherever they're at. And so we kind of use our website a lot. We have a free directory listing on our site. So businesses can have a free listing and get backlinks. Uh, they're SEO savvy enough or links to their social media. They put coupons and things on our website. That's free of charge to them. On the other side of it, we have the print publication, which is highlighting not only advertisers, but you can buy your way in, but you actually can do, uh, spotlight stories. Uh, we do a lot of uh, local event kinds of things to give people an idea of what's happening. And then we use social media, you know, 24 seven, like everybody else to kind of stay in front of people and stay in front of what's happening and maybe share something on social. We couldn't get on the website in time or get into the magazine because it's already out. So we just kind of leverage all the platforms that we have at our disposal, including ones that are even ours, like Google and some programmatic advertising to market local businesses. And that's that's become our secret sauce. And I think what we're seeing with our franchisees is, you know, they're not just selling ads in the magazines anymore. They're becoming like marketing consultants for lack of a better term. And we provide all that infrastructure for them to do that. Yeah. Do you think it's that big emphasis that you place on supporting local? That's one of the ways that Town Post is really able to differentiate itself. Yeah. It, that's one thing that we're able to do is to differentiate ourselves. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying spotlighting local, support local. That's that's not anything really new. What makes us unique is we have our own platform to do it with, and we can do it through townpost.com with geolocated ads or targeted ads. We can do it through Google. We can do it through programmatic advertising. We can do it through our magazines, and we kind of work them all together to get kind of become a one-stop shop for local marketing. And that's what makes us unique. Most people can go into print, but most print people, and I hate to say this, but they're kind of living in dinosaur land. They they still think print is the same way it was 20, 30 years ago, and they do a little social media, but they don't really leverage it um, effectively. Um, I'm a dot-com guy. I had a dot-com in the late 90s. I built lots of websites. Um, I'm a student of direct marketing online and in print, and so we kind of leverage that expertise and that background to integrate all these weapons for the local company. And I think that's what makes us different. When we talk to somebody about advertising or doing something about platform, the last question we ask is, do you want to buy a print ad? The first 20 questions are all about what else are you already doing? You're doing Google ads. You know, are you doing Facebook? Are you boosting those posts? What's your followers look like? Um, what's your key demographics? We start asking one of those questions. And that makes us really different. People start opening your eyes and say, wait a minute, this is the last guy that sold me a print ad didn't ask me those questions. So I think that's what makes us different is that whole internet um, slant on a print publication. 
Yeah, I know. I think that's fantastic that you're able to leverage both digital and print to really maximize the reach that you're able to assist your clients with. Yeah, and, it, and clients love that because what happened over time is us talking about our magazines and people call me and say, hey, we want to buy an ad in your magazine. I go meet with them. You know, they, they just thought I was there to figure out what size ads are going to get, what kind of deal they're going to get, right? But that was not where I would start the conversation. I said, well, what are you doing? What has worked? Are you doing other things besides this magazine? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start asking those kinds of questions, they realize pretty quickly that you're not just there to sell them an ad. You're trying to help them. And a lot of stuff that I could do for people doesn't even cost them anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm sharing your stuff on social, I'm going to charge you for that. Um, but that helps them and it helps them get results and they see the analytics and I show them their analytics and go through it with them. And then they say, oh my God, now we want to do more stuff with you. Um, so that that really is a, a huge differentiator for us is that we have embraced the internet. We always have and we leverage it as best we can. It just appears like we're in your mailbox once a month and that's all we do. But there's a lot more to us than that. Yeah. And I think that's a brilliant way to be able to expand the business and really support your clients in so many different ways. And, you know, when we're talking about your clients, do you tend to see kind of a client profile that's emerged over the years on who tends to work best with TomPost? Yeah, and it has changed. Um, When we first started, it was mostly smaller mom and pop companies. And by that, I mean, you know, the only advertising they were doing was with my magazine. Um, They were not doing anything digital. Uh, because there really wasn't anything digital back, you know, my space, right? Um, so it was really hard um, to do much more than print, and that's the kind of clients we were getting. As we've evolved in our current model, uh, we're seeing those companies that have, you know, 10 to 20 employees, but a lot of those are maybe uh, work-from-home type folks. Um, they've got a lot of contractors doing some different things for them. They kind of know what their cost per lead is. They kind of know what their acquisition cost is for a client. They are spending money with Google already. Um, so these are clients that are a little more marketing savvy because they appreciate what we bring to the table and they see efficiencies of scale by giving us all of it instead of trying to piecemeal like they've been doing in the past. That's the ideal client for us. Um, size wise, um, these companies could be anywhere from a million to $10 million clients. We, you know, we have hospital networks, other folks like that, and they're kind of anomalies. But most of them are these medium-tier businesses that are doing stuff regionally in a region that we're in. It's our magazines. And they see a lot of value in having one person or one company to deal with that makes sure that the you know, if I have a new product, I want to make sure my Instagram's updated. I get a post a reel out there. I get on my Facebook page. I get a blog post written about it. And that gets posted on the site. There's lots of things that happen when something new or engaging happens to your company. If you just got one guy to call and he can take care of all that for you, I mean, that's that's a home run for these guys. Yeah, I know. And I think that it, I imagine it takes a huge lift off of your clients as well, knowing that they've got, you know, someone with the experience that you have in all of these different, you know, mediums to be able to support them. It, it does. It means a lot to them. And, and also, you know, our franchisees, you know, the people that are in the field. So our franchisees are really, they own a lot of these relationships and they throw them over the fence, but they are these bigger clients that need more, more things. And so we're managing all those internally. Uh, for our franchisees 
And then um, we have some clients that are not buying ads in the magazines, or maybe they're doing something here or there, but we're managing it digitally. So we're making the call on which print ad they go into, not so much them trying to decide which magazines they should be in. We actually make the call for them. So we're kind of like a we're kind of like a cross between a marketing firm and a outsourced CMO. It's kind of in that um, that realm that we're in. And for most small businesses, that's something of, of dire need for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit talking about what advice you would give to small businesses, because like you said, you know, you're having essentially like a fractional, uh, you know, CMO. So do you have any like advice that you would give to, you know, local businesses looking to leverage their their local advertising and marketing effectively? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of advice I could give them. I, I think the one thing that would help any small business is just try to stay current on what's happening and try to try to get access and try to understand your current analytics. Um, the big thing that most small companies, and, and I say most, I can't name too many that, that do, but most small companies that have no idea how many people are visiting your website. Where are they coming from? What pages are they on? Are there problems with the website? How many people are on their social media? How many followers do you have You know, within 50? Do you know? Um, some of these questions, <coughs> excuse me, they don't know. And I say, I, I think the, best place for a small business owner to start that maybe is having some pain in their marketing and advertising, just get your hands around that. If you don't know it, you can contact me. We can look at your web analytics, give me access, and I can look at your pages. I can give you an assessment as to what I see, where the gaps are. And then from there, I could give you some courses of action. But for the most part, just understanding who's currently coming in will give you a lot of insights on where you need to spend your marketing and advertising dollars and who you need to be profiling. You know, it's so funny to me. I look at clients and it always starts off with an offhanded comment at the end of my, at the end of my sales call and say, well, but just give me access to your website analytics. I mean, just give me view only access. I won't change anything. I just want to give you a free assessment as to what I see. And Almost every time I do that, I come back with not just a problem, but I've, I've already got 10 solutions that will help whatever that problem is get remedied because analytics is the scorecard. That, that's the scorecard of every small business. You may have that in QuickBooks with your financials, but you probably don't have it with your marketing side. Mm-hmm. And so get that house in order, get your dashboard set up, look at your key metrics you really want to track or get somebody to help you do that. And then keep your eye on those gauges because those gauges are telling you how fast you're going, if you're going in the right direction or not, and if you're getting the right clients or not. And that's, that'd be my big uh, takeaway as far as advice for any small business. Get your access and get your hands around your current analytics. I think that's fascinating and a very important piece of information, you know, for any company, regardless of what industry, vertical that, that you're in, is so important to be able to track that, keep an eye on it, and, you know, See where you're having those successes and really put leverage behind where you're seeing that success. Yeah, I'll give you a funny example. I had a client who's been a very good client of ours. He's the home builder. And the name of his development is called Waterfront of West Clay. Um, So his website was all about waterfront lots and waterfront property, waterfront homes, and all this waterfront, waterfront. But we did some analytics and found out that less than 10% of the people are actually looking for a waterfront home. They're looking for a lakefront home. And a lakefront was nowhere on his website. 
And so with a couple small tweaks and adding some verbiage on his website, redoing some things on his website, we've now uh, over 800% more search volume now is coming into a site of people looking for a lakefront home that weren't coming in before. That's a very small tweak. But again, we once you understand who's coming to your site, it'll help you understand where your gaps are, what you need to be doing to get the right people into your website. That's just one and a little story. I can tell you a hundred of them, but I, I think people are going to relate to that, that um, they don't really know who's coming in the front door. This isn't Walmart. Can't have cameras on everybody. This is your web store and you just got to pay attention to what's coming in. Yeah. I think that's a really great story and super interesting that, you know, in, in a, just that small tweak, how much you a more success you were able to see from that, the importance of, you know, tracking analytics and utilizing an expert like Tom Post to be able to say, Hey, you know, we're coming from an outside perspective. This is just what we see, you know, don't take it personally. This is just what the data shows. <laughs> right. And the data doesn't lie. Right. So lie. <laughs> yeah. And I would say for anybody out there that, you know, is listening to this, um, you know, if you if you are a marketing person, you have been in marketing, you've been working in agencies, and you understand digital, but this print thing kind of interests you a little bit, I would ask you to reach out to us at our franchising size, franchising.countbooks.com. Um, on the other side of it, if you're a small business, and right now we're in Indiana, Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, but you're interested in these types of services, and you didn't know Countbooks did this. You get a magazine every month and didn't realize we we're doing this. Reach out to me as well. Um, you know, we are here to help people. I, I found that in most cases, just with half hour of our time looking at things, we can diagnose some pretty significant things that make a significant increase in their traffic. And it doesn't really cost them a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, if it isn't getting into some heavy lifting financially, like we've had a couple examples of websites that just had to be redone. I mean, they were, you know, they were, you know, 1998 websites and, uh, images, image heavy with no text. Um, so you have to reduce some of those. And that, that sometimes happens. But for the most part, we try to come up with an economical plan for you to get to where you need to get over time and work with your budget to make sure you don't get milked out in three months and now you have no money to do any more marketing because you gave it all the time and there's nothing to show for it. We, we try to work that out over time and just kind of show our worth as we go. We've, you know, knocked down wood. We have a lost any clients since we've been doing this. That's fantastic. That's a great stat to be able to say. Well, Tom, I think this has been a great conversation. As we start to wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about Town Post, about about the industry, anything you want to leave our listeners with? No, I, I just think that um, the publishing industry, by and large, has had a really bad rap, and it, it and it, it's warranted um, over the last 10 or 20 years, just because they're not been uh, very well versed in change. They don't like digital. They think Google's the Antichrist. It's 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 really kind of fascinating to me. Um, we are not that. Uh, my goal with Town Post is to create and redefine what a magazine is. Um, to, when you think of magazine, you think of something in Iraq or something you get a checkout or something you get a subscription to in your mailbox. Um, a magazine is, in my world, is any kind of prepackaged and curated content that comes to you that you're interested in that you're going to take the time to read or watch or enjoy. And we are redefining that market. And Town Post right now is just an 18 market. Um, 
we are looking to expand. We're going to be hitting the gas pedal pretty hard, looking for good franchisees here in the next couple of years. Um, our Proforma has us at 50 franchises uh, by 2026. And so um, what I'm looking for are really good qualified people. We do a really good job of vetting people. Um, and I'm looking for people that want to join our team and be a part of this and be uh, part of the solution in a small market, um, like providing a magazine and the whole town post platform. So um, that's what we're looking for. I would invite anybody to reach out to us. I'm sure there'll be links in this podcast to help them get to us. And I would do nothing more than I'd love to have a half hour conversation with you and either talk you into it or out. Um, I, I feel like it's, it's, I, I always tell people I'd rather talk you out of something and into it because when talk about doing a franchise and actually owning your business and operating from home and us buying a back office, um, the easy part is buying the franchise. The hard part becomes on me now to make sure you're successful and you can do well. And um, all of our magazines have been profitable. We actually made money, actually increased sales during COVID, which everybody says, how'd you do that? Well, we did. <laughs> We've actually increased sales five years in a row, year over year on all of our publications and our um, our average net income per magazine last year was $134,000 per pub. And most people were doing two or three magazines. So um, so we we would look for those kinds of people and would love to engage or talk to anybody that would be interested in that. That's fantastic. Well, Tom, this has been an absolutely lovely conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about the industry, the franchisees, you know, how the business has grown over the years. I think this has been absolutely fantastic. And I, uh, I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Well, Kelsey, can't, can't say thank you enough for helping us get our message out. And best of luck with the Business Ninjas. Hopefully we can add a little fuel to this fire. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, are you a Business Ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.